because we got the alternative energy for nuclear free autonomy. And welcome to the Radioactive Show, produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne and heard nationally on the Community Radio Network. Hi, my name's Mara. On this week's Radioactive Show, we hear Adnamanta concerns about the radioactive waste dump threatening their country. We hear an interview with Vince Coulthard, the CEO of ATLA, the Adnamanta Traditional Lands Association. This interview was recorded by Dre at Umawara Radio Station in Port Augusta. We're grateful for their permission to share it with our listeners. The waste dump uh, has been an issue since, since uh, day dot, actually. Um, and and before that, I mean, you know, we talk about, um, well, firstly, for the Flinders Ranges region and where I come from, um, there's been mining activities here that goes back for a long time. Although our people, I don't want the people that we're into some form of mining on a tradi- in a traditional sense because our um, one of the things we used to operate there with the or sorry in mine there was the ochre which was traded right around Australia but uh, I didn't the people were in some form miners in the first instance but but uh, since the um, colonization there's been quite a lot of uh, other mining activities you wouldn't know about it Dre but uh, but I'm sure there's lots of people out there with at the end, the the wild world world would understand and realise that that um, there's there's the uranium taken from the Flinders Ranges to build the um, the first or the bombs or the nuclear bombs that uh, that dropped on uh, Hiroshima back in the uh, the days of um, the the wars with Japan. Now that came from Mount Painter, that's in the Flinders Ranges. And we're certainly aware of the kinds of dangers because our people have always said that you know that um, that's the that's the vomit of the Akura. The 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 um, uranium is the vomit of Akura, which is a poison substance. There's places like um, Prown Hot Springs is known as radioactive by our people for many many. Um, centuries um, our creator came down and stuck a fire stick in that water to make it hot so our people don't drink it so they know that this stuff is pretty bad and that actually is fed from Mount Painter so it comes from the same area when they first proposed um, the uranium mine out of Beverly Beverly which is operating today and honeymoon um, the the argument the people the old men actually opposed that mine um, and However, they let it rest for a number of years until all those old people have moved, you know, have passed, and then they started up. But, I mean, that's just a, a little bit of uh, background to the uranium mine. I mean, we can probably talk for hours on this. But, I mean, in terms of the waste dump, um, what I understand, I don't um, know a lot about waste, but, but if it's poison when it's sitting in the ground, it's got to be even more when human uh, human um, uh, tamper with it. Uh, you know, I think it's got to become more um, frightening. The kinds of uh, effect that that uh, you only got to look at Maralinga. Um, Maralinga is now being poisoned for um, 
well, certainly for many thousands or thousands of years to come. But, you know, we don't want any more of that stuff in our uh, country. I mean, they've taken the uranium out and are still taking that from places like Beverly. Um, we don't want to bring um, the poison back into the country. And that's what the waste dump will do. The waste dump, you know, it's, it's in a very fragile area what they, where they proposed by Newta. Um, and the the old area need to be quite concerned about it. I mean, even even people in Port Augusta need to be concerned about it because there's water run off into Lake Lake Frome, and Lake Frome, in between Lake, sorry, Lake Torrance, sorry, not Lake Frome, Lake Torrance, the water runs off the Benuta area or Auckland Creek, and it flows into to um, Lake Lake Torrance, and if you look at if you get up in the aerial server of Google Map, you have a look between Lake Lake Torrance and Spencer Gulf. There's lots of little lakes there. So when there's water fill, when Lake Torrance fills up, it overflows into into um, um, the Spencer Gulf. It could contaminate this Spencer Gulf, which will affect, in fact, um, affect the fishing industry and 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 the people in Port Augusta. So it's got to be frightening for them as well. But for us, it's again ruining an, you know, another part of the Flinders. And that's what hurts me the most is that another, another part of the Flinders will be ruined. I mean, we've got uh, Lee Creek to the north. It's absolutely been, um, you know, I mean, it's quite a devastation uh, or devastated area up there. And you've got all these different mines happening around. I mean, just south of Lee Creek, there's a big silver mine. Uh, um, uh, silver and uh, nickel mine there, and then you got stuff happening on Lake Torrance exploration, um, and on the eastern side you've got all this other, you know, the uranium mines and uh, gold mines and and varieties and all, you name it, it's all happening. So when's it going to stop? I feel for my my country and my people. It's not the people of today is going to be affected the most. It's the ones to come. My my grandchildren's grandchildren and their grandchildren. You know, it's it's the stuff they talk about in this waste dump is going to be there forever. They say 10,000 years, but, I mean, if they're going to keep on putting stuff there, that's going to blow out into many thousands of years. You know, I think they're just looking for a fix for today. And, and worry about, you know, the clear... I mean, look, they, they still don't worry about the clean-up at Woomera. They've got uh, a dump site there that they're not even bothering to clean up. Uh, what has the British done with... what the Australian government did with Maralinga? I mean, you know, that area is... Yeah, OK, they put a bit of money into it to do a little bit of a clean-up, but it's still... the damage is still there. And the bomb sites... Know, the various bomb sites here, you still go, you can go there today and you can still see the damage which was um, caused back in the early 50s. Uh, those bomb sites still carry carry uh, radiation. Initially, the argument the people, um, well, there was talk happening. I'll just go back a bit. There's been talk happening about this waste dump, but no one really came to talk to Atla. The, the governing body um, 
uh, Atlee is the PBC for the uh, uh, native title area, and uh, as part of the came out of the um, the federal government's policy, actually that PBCs uh, formed um, of native title areas because they didn't want to go out and talk to um, any you know or different um, um, Aboriginal groups, and they wanted to be able to deal with one one you know prescribed body and we, we became ATLA became the prescribed body um, but during the process of this waste dump they they talked to individual community members but not not um, ATLA and when I raised the awareness um, raised the concerns of the government they did come out and talk and they said that um, they they um, they were happy well they wanted to involve ATLA with the with the heritage assessment, now we've got processes in place about way to deal with um, third-party um, um, developers, and we said, you know, what you need to do is obviously come and talk to Atla, and then Atla will um, go out and do a, what we call a work area clearance or negotiate a work area clearance process, and then then follow through with the survey, you know, conduct a survey using our anthropologists and archaeologists and and why um, our specialist people and, and, and would develop the report from there. But one of the things that they did was they wanted to um, do their own heritage assessment to in, about to involve us and uh, um, we reluctantly agreed on the, the process of um, being involved in their heritage survey um, when I say reluctantly because I wasn't aware, you know, I mean, because it also involved another group called Billy Warren Euros. Now, that's not normally the case because I, I think it is a, a, a. I could see it coming that there was going to be a, a divide and conquer sort of thing, you know, because Billy Warren is part of Atla, and and they're also part of the argument of the nation. So, Atla is the prescribed body, corporate body. We need another um, group of Aboriginal people involved. So that that. That created uh, some concerns for me and um, and and also for the Atla board, but um, the board did agree to go through the process. So we went through a process of electing our members um, and to be part of the process of developing a heritage assessment. The first thing they did was to engage the specialist team that that's the department, the specialist team that um, and when when the Atla. Rap Atla members um, disagreed with the with the, um, the the team that they engaged because they weren't happy with the pro, you know the the candidate. Um, the um, the government just ignored them and said, "Well, you know, we engage in these because they had the support of Billy Warren and Euros, and and Atla had no real say in that." So. Um, the Atla members came back and talked to me, and so I took it back to the board. And we pulled we pulled the the members out, the Atla members, for that reason. Um, Atla is the body, you know, prescribed body corporate, and and it needs to be consulted, and they you know they need to be listened to, um, you know, particularly in this area. I mean, that's the argument, and that's argument in the country, and. It doesn't just belong to one little group; it belongs to all Aboriginal people. Um, so this is where um, Atlee had um, given instructions for 
or to pull the um, um, the the argument the members had of the heritage assessment. So they've been going ahead without, you know, um, argument the people or Atlas involvement. Um, it is the way, and we've written to them. They still haven't responded. Um, we've written to them about our concerns. They still haven't responded to that, given us the reasons why. Uh, we did have a. They did. Uh, there was uh, a couple of members came to a board meeting um, along with the with the um, the specialist group and uh, and um, and Atla made it very clear that they weren't you know given what is the way that's been gone you know gone about engaging this specialist group the um, the um, Atla did not support uh, and did not endorse the 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 company that was engaged so um, but they but they said they'll continue with them because they, they didn't care what you know they didn't um, specifically care what Atla Atla said about it so it's it's been a railroad you know by the by the federal government you know trying to bulldoze the the process here and setting their own agenda rather than listening to the people. It's our country. They'll, you know, the, the, the governments will change. I don't want the people will be there forever. They talk today uh, about something and then tomorrow it changes. It, it's, I'm not surprised at all. Our people have for many thousands of years. But uh, the waste doesn't radioactive waste doesn't weaken either it's there for a long time it's probably like like us you're listening to the radioactive show broadcast nationally on the community radio network we're listening to an interview with vince coulthard the ceo of atla the atnamantna traditional lands association who shares his concerns about the radioactive waste facility proposals that's threatening his country and people there's, there's talk about um, what the government's the next process the government's going to do is talk um, is going to vote um, and, and allowing people from that region, pretty kilometres region or something, of, to vote on whether they want the waste dump there or not. A lot of my people don't live in the area, not in the 50 kilometres zone. I mean, we've been spread, you know, we spread out for various reasons. But um, but we all are connected to that country. We're all connected. We should all have a say. Every argument in the person, we're not just Hatler members, but also the common, common law elders of the country should have all have a say. We should all be allowed to participate in this voting process. I think that's really important for us because it's our our people's um, generations to come all need to be involved in making a decision which can affect our, our you know kids and their grandkids and so on. What well, we've we've put to them, but we haven't heard anything back. We're like, but that's that's something that uh, um, um, common from the government. You can 
you can put things up and never get any response. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a common occurrence. They've just they have um, ignored us. It's sad. I mean, because you know we they've given us they've acknowledged us through the process of of um, the native well through the native title process. One of the things part of the native title process was for us to demonstrate to to the, the courts or to the government that we have um, we have what we're doing today on in our areas what our ancestors have done um, at time of sovereignty or what our people have done at time of sovereignty. So the process on one end they say, yeah, we give that recognition because it's a consent determination that's happened on Ajumat in the country. We recognise that your people was here at the time of sovereignty. We recognise that your people is here today doing the same kinds of things. But, but uh, and, and we want you to operate under these rules, you know, set up a prescribed body corporate so we can actually channel our concerns to you, to this group, through this one body. But as it suits them, they come in and say, we'll talk to this group, we'll talk to that group, we'll talk to the, you know, this different Aboriginal group. They talk, then they uh, uh, talk to the other land users. I mean, those land users are there today. They're gone tomorrow. They don't want the people who've been there for thousands of years, and we're going to be there for always. What concerns me the most is, I mean, there's this cause, there's a, there's a, um, the government, what it's done is cause a division in my people, in my, my people, because they're waving, you know, waving the carrot around. The other thing that really concerns me is what effect it's going to have on us, our, our people in, in, in years to come, in terms of not only the radiation waste, but how it's going to affect us to be able to generate our, um, and, and, and establish our own independence. Um, it's it's going to affect our uh, ability to be able to generate income. I mean, we've got a business that's only stone, a stone throw away, which is um, Wilpina, Wilpina Pound. In fact, from the pro- the proposed site to our resort is 21 kilometres. As the crow flies or as the Cessna flies. Now, that... I'm sure that visitors aren't going to come along and 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 um, spend their money. Come and look at it. Will be in a pan if they know that they, there's a chance they could go away with the possibility of being contaminated themselves. I mean, why would you do that? Why would you? Why would you spend money in somewhere where's, where you're going to? Be, you know, there's a possibility of you, you and your family being affected by radiation. It's questions to ask. I mean, but also we got a community. We got a little community that is right there, Yapala. There's Aboriginal families living there. There's kids growing up there. We want our people to go back onto country, get connected to country. Our people want to do that on a daily basis. Since they were forced to move out of the area because of the pastoral industry by. Um, the lack of employment opportunities for people, 
for our people. So people move to these big centres like Port Augusta and, and Adelaide. But we're trying to encourage them to go back. How could we possibly get them to go back? How are those kids are going to maintain their affiliations with country and connection with country if, if it's poison? What sort of long-term effect it's going to have? They, it's another... It's a, it's a, um, what happened um, um, back in the, you know, the you know nineteen thirties and so on. They've they've been, you know, my people being forced to move around in our area, but also out. There's also people being, you know, people being um, removed from their communities. Now we're gonna we're gonna be in a forced position again to. Dispossess our kids of their rights to that country because the government wants to poison it. It's a sad situation. Those those kids that uh, you know, my great my great grandchildren are going to be denied their rights to country because the government, in its selfish ways, are wanting to poison this area. We um, um, spelt out that you know the the um, well, I guess for the for the purpose of the Senate inquiry yeah, or the submission was it's raised is was to raise concerns about the way that the government's gone about doing it, but also where it leaves us um, in long term, um, and been you know as I've just mentioned about um, not being able to. Um, be in a position and we we all everyone talks about today about long term um, long term um, um, well talks about self-determination they talk about um, long term benefits I mean this is going to just wipe away those opportunities for us if, if this waste time occurs here because it's this um, it's going to really while it provides a little um, um, jobs there for a handful of people. I mean, but the rest of the people are going to, you know, are going to be affected from it. It's, you know, the money that it's they're offering is is a drop in the ocean. I mean, it's it's not not going to benefit my my, my community whatsoever. And the sooner people see that, the better. We. We have got um, the is just one of the project, pro, um, one of the project areas that they're looking at or proposed areas. The other one is uh, Kimber. We have already expressed our um, our concerns, not only with what's happening in Bandiuta, but also we're happy to stand with the the, the Bangla people in their fight against and their struggle against the waste dump at at, um, at um, Kimber. But we do ask that, that um, people will stand with it because it's not only affect um, the people. There's 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 35 different language groups here in Port Augusta, uh, and come from far and wide. I mean, there wouldn't be many people around Australia that wouldn't have uh, some sort of connection here with family members here in Port Augusta. So it could be your family then that. Mm, that it's affected as well, so we do ask that other other people come and join with us and 
and take this, take you know, to be able to tackle this. Because what's likely to happen, they try to muckety, as I understand. Now they're gonna, they'll try somewhere else. But if we can stand united, uh, we can, we can, we can beat the federal government. But we need the support from all the different nations around around this around the country, but also our friends. Uh, well, uh, thanks for you know coming in and you know just giving us that amazing talk through there, and you know your, what what your what your mind is. You know, really, it's just great to you know hear hear that uh, as a young person to you know it sort of uh, gives us a sort of a meaning and a purpose as a, as a young person to you know sort of take up a role or take up you know your role really of uh, trying to fight back and um, yeah take on the next step take on that pillar and yeah, yeah. Well, that'll be that's certainly something that that uh, young people need to do but if, if this waste dumps con- continues we're not going to have, have young people yeah you know that's that's a sad part of it you know it's going to wipe out um, a, a generation or two or maybe the future and the argument the nation because if, if it's right in the middle of our country well then it's going to affect our people yeah that's that's um, that's a sad thing about this kind of material that it's not only you know you don't see it on the surface. I mean, our people are now dropping with cancer. Um, you know, there's there's um, well, probably nine in every ten, uh, nine nine people in every ten that drop pass on today is by by um, by cancer. And that's you know that's been certainly been the trend for the the people, but um, you know, and it all comes out of this stuff comes out of radiation. This kind of thing that that we're talking about, yeah, they talk, they talk about it's going to be just medical waste, but really, if it's not dangerous, well, keep it where it is. You know, they say it's harmless. Well, then, if it's harmless, well, then they can keep. You know, they can keep leave it where it is or take it take yeah. it to where they where they live and work because you know we don't want it in our country I certainly don't Thank you so much to Atlas CEO Vince Coulthard for sharing his thoughts on the impact of the proposed radioactive waste dump on his land and people Thanks also to Dre at Umawara Radio Station in Port Augusta for sharing this interview with us With a community ballot in both affected communities set to be held from 20th of August, it's so important to ensure that all traditional owners, regardless of whether they live in the area or not, get to have a say. Please go to conservationsa.org.au slash nuclear and sign a petition to the Minister. Don't forget that next week's Radiothon and our only live show of the year. Please call 03 9419 8377 between 10 and 10.30am on Saturday 16th of June and say hello. If you can, please donate to support Community Radio. We have a crowdraiser set up at givenow.com.au slash crowdraiser slash public slash radioactive show. Thanks for listening to the Radioactive Show. You can download the podcast of this program at 3cr.org.au slash radioactive. We'll post relevant links from this show on our Facebook page. 
If you'd like to get in contact, you can email us on radioactiveshow.3cr at gmail.com. This radioactive show was produced on Ghana land with the support of the Friends of the Earth Nuclear Free Collective for 3CR. It's broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. Thanks for listening and tune in again next week for more news and views on nuclear peace and energy issues. Thanks for listening to a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We rely on the financial support of listeners like yourself to keep going. If you'd like to support diverse voices on your radio, go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online.